What's good? My name is Bianca and welcome to my new podcast, Are You Alone? But what I'm actually asking you is, are you achieving life on Natural Euphoria? So I'm going to be completely honest. I've had to re-record this damn episode about 15,000 times. And let me tell you, it has probably been the most frustrating yet liberating feeling in the world. And it's just because each take I record and listen to and edit, I begin to learn a little bit more about myself. And one of the biggest things that I have realized is that I suck at being vulnerable. I only say this because I'm trying to be as raw and real with you all, but I still have the initial fear of being open, especially on platforms that are pretty much available to everyone to listen to. I feel like I am standing naked in a glass box in a very unknown territory with people and just things staring, talking. And as scary as this is, I keep telling myself, bitch, this is what your podcast is about. It's about being vulnerable and open about your emotions. So, you know, bear with me because I'm starting to realize that this is a for real journey that we are going to be going through together. We're going to be growing. And so where is this journey typically going to start, especially if it's my first episode? Well, let's just get to the basics. I'm going to start it where this whole idea of a podcast began. So I had recently graduated college from the University of Iowa with a liberal arts degree in enterprise leadership. And for you non-UI people, you're probably wondering, well, what the hell is that? It is a major that is pretty comparable to operations and project management. So you have your degree and normally after college, you're supposed to get a entry level job unless you're attending like grad school and and such. Um, But I really want to emphasize the word normally in that previous sentence. You're normally supposed to get an entry level job to support yourself and then somehow become like an adult and live in this wonderful life that society has created. So about seven months ago, I was job hunting during my last semester of college in quarantine so I could have a job upon graduation. However, COVID had another plan in mind. As many of you are aware, COVID has really screwed a lot of things up for a lot of people. Plans with friends and families were ruined. Uh, Graduations were canceled. There's a lot of parade graduations going around. Um, Many people sadly had lost their job and then there was also a hiring freeze. And with this hiring freeze, it made things a little bit difficult to obtain a job. Luckily, um, with my ass being super active on LinkedIn, I was able to get some interest from a company who began um, their work remotely. And so I was like, thank God I had finally caught something during this drought. 
So I began the interview process for this company that had offices pretty much located throughout the entire U.S. And after the initial interviews, they made me aware that the official next step would be to fly their potential employees out to the offices to show us the location for us to get like a sense of just the environment and then have a real official interview with one another. But due to COVID and traveling, um, that wasn't allowed. And at that time, you couldn't even be in contact with anyone outside of your household. So that kind of put a delay. It put things on hold, let's just say. And that's the one kind of shitty, but I guess kind of a good thing that happened was with COVID, it pretty much put life on hold. We weren't really able to do things that we would normally do, like go to the grocery store, uh, go to the gym. We couldn't even go to school. And it was for real treated like an apocalypse with everyone, for some reason, buying toilet paper. Like if being sick on COVID made you have like excessive, I don't know, excessive bowel movement or whatever. It's like life being on hold meant our digestive systems would, you know, rapidly increase and and we'd need a, a shit ton of toilet paper to compensate for it. You know, that whole thing just, it just didn't make any sense. Like food was still on the shelf. Toilet paper? That bitch was gone. So... (laughs) I mean, I guess when I think back to it, I didn't really know how to pass the time, so I just ate all the time. And I guess when you have more food in your system than your body can hold, you know, you have to let it go. And this is going to be a really, (laughs) really odd comparison, but that's how my thoughts were in COVID. It began to overflow to a point where I couldn't hold any of my emotions in. It was overflowing in my brain, in my heart, and my emotions are just filling my body, and I had reached multiple breakdowns to (laughs) release those emotions. So I had initially quarantined with my best friend in Illinois, and this was just because where I'm from originally in Washington State, it just wasn't a safe place to be during this time and because I had just flown back home uh, from spring break from Cancun uh, I know it wasn't the best idea to leave the country during a pandemic but we made it back in time and we were safe and they actually had just closed the borders that time but anyways my best friend I know Monica I'll give her a little shout out I know she's listening right now and she's probably like you had breakdowns at my house when and that's the thing about being a not very good person at being vulnerable is that you tend to have the ability to keep a lot of things to yourself The biggest breakdown that I had was about mid-April, and it's because I realized that with everything going on with COVID, with me ending my last semester, I wasn't going to take the path that we are quote-unquote normally supposed to take after college. So I'm laying on my air mattress, just tears running down the side of my face, you know, just crying quietly, 
it was like one of those like you know you put your hand over your mouth this sounds so sad but you you know and you're crying and you know my not my air mattress has now become a waterbed because it's filled with tears and I'm just crying because I began to fear what my life was going to be if I didn't get a job and I think the biggest like fear and the biggest scares that I had was one my family I didn't want them to look at me as a failure because you know they had helped me pay for college and have set me up in a good position to even get there and now I'm not even using a degree to then better my career or whatever it was and so obviously that was I think that was the biggest fear that I had or the biggest like um struggle that I went through was just what is my family going to think because they mean a lot to me and then secondly was those around me so like my friends and their family I don't know why but I was always really just like concerned with how people would view my success and I felt that if I didn't have like something after college then I would be looked at as like an unsuccessful person I know this might sound like extra but this is just like this was what I was feeling and I began to fear having to explain myself to others about why I didn't go straight into the workforce I think maybe any person ending some type of chapter in their life can can attest to people just saying oh so like what's next like what are you gonna do now and for me obviously it wasn't that I wasn't going to do nothing um it was just that I wasn't going to do the normal thing that we're supposed to do And so, you know, you're probably thinking you're freaking out because there's a hiring freeze and you didn't get hired and things like that. No, that wasn't the case. I was I was having this breakdown. I was freaking out because I made the decision personally and chose not to go straight into the workforce. And the reason I am struggling so much with this is just because I had asked myself, am I doing the right thing? And, you know, yes, maybe I was by getting a job. um, It was doing the right thing by society standards, but it wasn't certainly by my own standards did I feel like I was doing the right thing. And that's just because deep down in my heart, I felt that I would miss a path if I took a route that wasn't going to lead me to my purpose or to bring me towards happiness you know it's not that I'm not gonna not work forever it's just right now I think we're all in this phase of kind of just trying to figure out life and what it is that we want to do You know, we have these, um, not these barriers, but these, like when you're bowling and those, the little side guards are up, you know, they help, help the ball go in the right place. That's like what society standards are. They help us, you know, not veer too far off the path and make sure that we go somewhere. And 
sometimes for me the way that I look at it is that if I do that I think I'm just gonna live life going through the motions and I was always fearful of not having control of my own life and being pretty much a puppet on strings for society to control and so I knew with my next step I mean I obviously had to do something I I couldn't just like sit around and, and wait for life to come to me you know I had to think of what my next move was going to be and I knew I I was the one to have to take it on my own that way I could actually be in full control and for me to make this next move I knew I had to take a step back from where I was at from the smaller picture and just be able to see things in a much broader view. It's like when you're playing the board game life and you're so focused on the spot that your piece is at that you forget to look back to see how far you've come. I started to reflect a lot about myself and the things that I've done and kind of recognize how far I've come and I'm, I'm hoping that this reflection would help me recognize some of the things that would bring me happiness. Uh, growing up I played a lot of sports. I played basketball and, tr and ran track in high school and then I played soccer all the way up until I graduated college and these teams that I've been on my entire life has brought me across many many new people and it's many people from different backgrounds upbringings cultures it was just an overall wide range of people i've met people from um, namibia botswana um, if you're listening they know who they are um, i've met some people from hawaii and you know it's very different from the mainland as far as things over there and me being Filipino I've been to the Philippines and I've seen the you know life over there so it's just interesting when you get the chance to meet a, a wide range of people from different backgrounds that you begin to realize that everyone has a unique quality that only they hold and it's because their upbringing and their cultures they're so different from one another that it makes them so unique and for me I loved getting to know people on a more personal and like deeper level and I'm not talking about like like deepest secrets like I need to know all of that no I'm just talking about like how you you know were brought up how were you raised because it tells a lot about a person and I think it's exciting once you're able to, one, get to know them, and then two, you get to see that unique quality that only they hold. And my favorite part about getting to see that part was also being able to relay it back to them and tell them, you know, like, like this is you and this is what makes you, you. <laughs> and I had enjoyed doing that so much that I knew I didn't want to just keep it small and help my friends because I think there are, are a lot of people who should know um, their worth and what and what they have to bring into this world that I wanted to expand it and reach out to just uh, 
more than the people near me. Um, but the biggest question I had for myself was how? And I knew having a platform was going to definitely be a factor because it would help pos- it would help me positively influence others. Um, and I think and when I was thinking back to it, I think that's why I wanted to be a professional soccer player was because I wanted to use my platform to reach out to others. And then I wanted to become a business owner of a large sports facility to then share like my mission or my ideas and my business goals with other people and somehow spread the influence that way and you know this is where now we're coming back around to the whole podcast because my friends and I had actually talked about me starting a podcast but it was something I never really thought about until my personal reflection period in quarantine and you know for me while I'm laying there my tears are now you know dried up there's no no tears left to cry shout out Ari Um, but I'm starting to tell myself like look you are able to recognize the unique qualities that other people bring but why can't you see it in yourself and that's when it kind of like came to me as far as this podcast and actually that's where the creation of are you alone came from like I had mentioned we're constantly growing and especially when it comes around to this specific age of being like a a teenager to young adult and then like supposed full-blown adult whatever that may be there's definitely many struggles that we're always trying to navigate this is also why i decided to name this first episode covid a lesson disguised as a blessing because if for you know if for some reason life didn't you know hypothetically stop then i wouldn't be speaking right now i would probably be working at you know a company at an office and who knows maybe i would have enjoyed what i was doing or maybe i wouldn't but i can confidently say that the decision i made was one that i knew that was going to help lead me to my purpose and to my happiness you know these uncertainties that come you know up in life and are thrown our way you know, it's okay to not necessarily know how to tackle them right then, but at least take some time to take a step back and realize, you know, what you got to do to make that next move. None of it means that you are lost. None of it means that you don't know what you're doing. You know, it's simply that you're just figuring out life as it should be, especially people near our age. And, you know, see, for me, I hadn't taken the normal path that we're supposed to take because I decided to veer off into the gutter onto my own path instead. My main intention that I hope you get from this episode is to know that it is okay to not have your life completely figured out, especially during this odd phase of young adult to full adult. And it is okay to take a step back every now and then to look across the board to see which path is best for you, your purpose, and your happiness.
If you've made it this far, this concludes our first episode of Are You Alone? Thank you so much for listening. Take a shot of tequila in my honor. But if you are underage or you don't drink, just stay hydrated, drink some water because it's good for your skin. I also want to give a quick shout out to my girl EDC for producing the soundtrack for this podcast. I will be posting new episodes every Wednesday, so make sure you like, follow, and subscribe. You can also keep up with Are You Alone on Instagram at AYA underscore podcast and on Facebook at the Are You Alone follow page. My name is Bianca, and as we continue our journey, all I ask is that you do your best to achieve life on natural euphoria. Mm -hmm.